Ladies and gentlemen, after a week hiatus, we are back with a very special Wednesday live edition of 80s Wrestling, the podcast. It's Thanksgiving week. My name is Jumpin' Jay, and as always, I'm joined by Tommy the Turkey Fierro. Tommy, hey, brother. <laughs> it's, it's a Thanksgiving play, dude. I'm not, I'm not calling you a turkey, but I know... You like to celebrate holidays with your family. You got I can't you can't tell me you don't have a bird in the oven waiting for you tomorrow, Tommy. Oh, I got a lot more than that, man. A lot more than that. And there's a lot to celebrate, Jay, because this past Friday night, ISPW was in Total, New Jersey. Jay, it was sold out, man. It was awesome. They were actually adding chairs for people to sit in as they were coming in. They weren't set up for enough people, which obviously is is a good thing. And the, the main event was an ISPW Championship Rumble to crown an ISPW World Heavyweight Champion. We're going to be recapping the whole show tonight, Jay, uh, here on 80s Wrestling, the podcast, a special Thanksgiving Eve episode. Because if I did a podcast on Thanksgiving, or if you did as well, Jay, we'd be in deep trouble with, uh, with our significant others. So we're going to talk about the ISPW Championship Rumble today. And Jay... The show opened up with a gigantic boom, and let me tell you, the show ended with a gigantic boom. I know that uh, you're up to speed, Jay. I sent you the Rumble video, so uh, we're going to talk all about what happened. Bull James wins the ISPW World Heavyweight title, eliminating Crowbar to win the Royal Rumble. The final four, Jay, was Crowbar, Lance Anawahi. Danny Doring and Bull James comes down to Bull and Crowbar. Bull wins. After the match, Danny Doring comes into the ring, Jay. Now, in real life, Danny Doring and Bull James are best friends. Bull is the godfather to Danny's children. Danny's uh, children and family were present. Uh, Danny comes in the ring, sits down on the chair, and just, you know, really, really, really makes it a special moment for, for Bull you know, talks about everything that Bull has been through the last year and a half, and, and, it, and it's been a lot, and it's all been BS and nothing that we even really need to talk about. Uh, but it, it was a really, really, really special moment. And, you know, Danny made it more special by going out and uh, getting his children uh, that were sitting in the crowd, got to come in the ring, celebrate with their godfather. I mean, it, Jay, I, I'll be honest with you, I was choked up. And, 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 and it, it's my show, and I, I'm choked up board these guys because I can I can see the emotion in, in, in Bull's face and, and, and Danny's face and it was a real special moment and the crowd is strongly behind it as Danny's talking you know the, the crowd is chanting you deserve this and they're clapping at everything Danny's saying because what Danny's saying is true I mean Bull really did uh, come a long way to get to that moment and it was really special and then you know Danny's uh, children leave the ring and, you know, as, as Bull's helping the kids get out of the ring, Danny Doring takes a chair and smashes it over Bull. And let me tell you something, Jay. Um, I, I, I've ran a lot of shows throughout the years, a lot, a lot of shows. I've never seen a better ending to any show that I ever ran than that one because when people were leaving the building, I swear to God, Jay, because I was out there at this point, I'm walking towards the front, I'm hearing people saying, I can't wait to December 10th. I have to see what happens next. Because Danny drops a bombshell after he turns on Bull and says that he signed a contract with ISPW Commissioner Tito Santana to get the first title shot. So, 
He said, I'll see you December 10th in Butler. That's our next show, ISPW Christmas Chaos at St. Anthony's Church Gym, December 10th in Butler. But people, as they're leaving the arena, Jay, uh, are saying, I, we have to come back December 10th. We have to see what's going to happen next. So while you know, I'm, I'm a gigantic Bull fan, you know that. I'm, I'm strongly behind them. I, I'm also a big fan of you know uh, controversy because, as Eric Bischoff says, controversy creates cash, and people were talking as they're entering, uh, absolutely as they were leaving the, the building. So without further ado, uh, I'd like to get him on the show right now. Jay, I'm going to have you conduct the interview only because, you know, I'm the owner of ISPW, so I have to stay impartial. So I'm going to step aside so you, you can do the introductions and, and bring him on. All right, Tommy, you, you, subbed up, you summed up the ISPW show extremely well, and you sent me the videotape. I'm watching it this morning. I see the Royal Rumble taking place. I see Bull James draw unlucky number one, and he's coming to the ring, and he's holding his head because this guy has already been through a battle earlier in the evening against uh, Crowbar, who is – we've talked to him. You've had him on virtual signings. He's a man that's been around the business. He knows his way inside the squared circle. Him and Bull James battle it out. Crowbar wins that match. And now Bull James has to draw number one in the Rumble. And I'm watching this Rumble, and the energy is building. The excitement's building. I can't believe what's happening. Bull James wins it, becomes the, the ISPW heavyweight champion. He's celebrating with his friend, somebody who he's doing life alongside. They're, they're involved in, in families together. They, they see each other outside of the business, in the business. It's this feel-good moment. I'm on a high. And then, like you said, this turn comes out of nowhere. And I, I have to understand. I have to try to get into the mind. So, ladies and gentlemen, like Tommy said, to kick off the show, we have none other than the man who turned on his best friend at the end of the Rumble in New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Danny Doring to the show. Danny, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us this morning. Well, thanks for having me, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here. Listen, Danny, I, I got to be completely honest with you. I just watched the video of the Rumble, and it left me with a knot in my stomach. I got to cut right to the chase, brother. Dan. What was going through your mind? How could you turn on Bull James like that at the end of a very touching moment? What, what, what was going nerve. on? Struck a nerve with you, did it? Does it bother you? Does it leave a bad taste in your mouth? Does Absolutely. It? Absolutely, well, Danny. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. And I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some 80s references in here so you guys can be all nostalgic. Uh, so if you're going to come at me with that negativity, we'll just start by saying, listen, jumping Jay Brone, it's like this. Have you ever competed? Have you ever been in a ring? Have you ever been involved in the wrestling business? Let me explain. When I am – people want to say, well, I'm in the winter of my career or whatever people want to say, and there's guys out there like the crowbars, and they're putting out their regimen and how, how they're, they're reigniting their careers in 2021 despite their age. 
I don't talk about it. I be about it. I'm ready all day. I live this. I don't need to brag about it. And I was prepared to win that rumble. I brought my family to win that rumble. I had no intentions of turning, so it says, on Bull James. But when I looked at my daughter's eyes and how upset she was, and I realized at that moment as I'm praising Bull James that I have to provide for her, well, I'm like, uh, let me do a Star Wars reference. I'm like Anakin Skywalker. I had to chop off Mace Windu's hand. I had to. And I realized right when I did it, the awful mistake that I made. But now there's no turning back, Jay. There's no turning back. I'm like Darth Vader now moving forward. I have to do this. I have to go. And I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to educate people. At the end of all this, one day, it ain't today, it wasn't Friday night, and it probably won't be December 10th, but one day down the road, Bull James is going to thank me for the lesson that I taught him Friday night. And I'm going to continue to teach everybody in that locker room that lesson, the young guys, the older guys, Everybody, I'm going to be like the righteous hand of justice, and my my blows will be true. I'm going to educate everybody. I looked in my daughter's eyes in the mirror. I have to do these things after what I did to Bull James, and I have to do that for a business that hates me. So if I did this for the business that hates all of us, why? What? What depths will I stoop to on December 10th to take what's rightfully mine? And that's the ISPW Heavyweight Championship. I have to do this. I have to. And if you guys want a bad guy, the wrestling doesn't have enough heels in it and all sorts of stuff. Well, you know what? Here's another classic, iconic reference for you guys. Everybody, ISPW, all the people that are going to pay harder money to watch Bull beat my butt on December 10th. Well, guess what, everybody? Say hi to the bad guy. Because I'll be that. I'll be whatever you want me to be. But sure enough, lock, stock, and barrel, I also will be champion. Listen, Danny, I, I hear the passion in your voice, and I, I want you to know, as much as I was disgusted at what you did to Bull James, I'm not taking anything away from you. You're right. I've never stepped inside the squared circle. I've never been in the heat of battle in a professional wrestling matchup like you. You've had a tremendous career. I'm not questioning your ability or even your uh, desire to be champion. I'm questioning how could you burn a bridge with a dear friend? Has Bull James reached out to you since this happened? Have you guys been in contact? I mean, you're sacrificing a relationship to take a step up the ladder in the business. Oh, no, I've, I've reached out to him. He hasn't responded. I've texted him. I've called him. I even sent him something from Amazon for the holidays, a nice little gift basket, a fruit basket, to be honest. I sent that out there, and, and, it, just said, and, it, and it said, Dear Bull, I'm sorry. I had to. Love, Danny. I still... Danny, where, how do you think this thing ends? I mean, it, once you guys meet head-to-head in the ring... If he gets the better of you and he retains his championship, are you going to be sorry, able to I shake lost his hand? No, I, listen, I, I, listen, I reached out to him. I sent all these things. But in the end of the day, I'm going to educate everybody in ISPW on what this is. I am taking this thing by storm. I'm not worried. If, I'm, I'm not talking about just the young guys. I'm not just talking about the old guys who have been there forever. But you know what? Tommy Fierro, 
you know, and I love 80s wrestling. I love all those icons, but I don't, none of those guys are safe either. Do you think for a second, after what I did to one of the best people I know on this earth, that I care what happens if I, hey, if I want to interject myself in anything, I'm going to do it. And if there's an 80s icon there and I feel like interjecting myself, that person's not safe either. It doesn't matter to me. I have gone so far down the barrel here, down the, down, the, down the slippery slope, that I have no choice. There's no turning back for me. There's no redemption. The only thing that matters to me is the championship and the money and prestige that comes with it. And you know what? It's a two-way street. So don't make me be, to be out there the most evil person in the world because I'll take that belt to heights that Bull James can't take it. I'll take it to heights that nobody in that locker room could take it to. And Tommy Fierro is about to make a lot of money off of my name and back. And, it's, and you know what? And while we're at it, my name synonymous with a, a land of an extreme, and when Tommy Fierro brought me in here – he had Legends of Extreme matches lined up. And first they gave me little Guido, and I beat him. And then they, they gave me H.C. Loke. H.C. Loke didn't even show up. H.C. Loke, I don't know what his deal is. If he was just scared, if he, if he said he, if, if, if he had the stomach flu, or, 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 or maybe even with COVID. I don't know. I don't care. He didn't show up. But you know what? He's probably got a better chance of beating COVID than beating me. Because my, my rate right here, there is no actual way to survive an interca- altercation with Danny. And you know what? And while we're talking about it, and if Tommy wants to get the rest of the ECW guys, whoever's left, whoever's alive, put them on one side of the ring. I'll beat them all one night, and we'll end that angle. In fact, let's end that angle right now. I am no longer, I don't want to be going by my extreme name. We're going to take the ISPW to new heights. I am no longer Danny Doring. I am a superstar. I am, an, as far as ISPW is concerned, I am the only superstar. I am the superstar. My name is Danny Morrison, and I'm a superstar, and I want to be known as such. So from this day on, from this second on, I am denouncing the name Doring. I'm using my real name, and I want to be known as simply the superstar Danny Morrison. Wow. Tommy, did you, did you hear that, Tommy? I, I know you're yeah, staying that's, impartial, that's, but that's that's big. I, I, I love that. Uh, well, all right, then. Well, Mr. Morrison, then I, I, just, I have a question for you. On yes. December 10th at Christmas Chaos, you will be one-on-one in the ring with the man you turned on, Mr. Bull James. And I have to know. If, if things don't go your way and he retains his title and his hand gets raised at the end of that match, are you going to be able to shake his hand and, and try to redeem this friendship? I mean, where do you go if you don't beat him at Christmas Chaos? I don't, I don't, I don't think in terms of ifs and what ifs. I have no choice. I did what I did. I had to do it. Just like I have to win the ISPW Heavyweight Championship. I don't leave. I burn the bridge behind me. That way there's no way to retreat. You understand? Moving forward, I don't leave any room in my diet for defeat. I don't. So on December 10th, will he be able to shake my hand after he learns the lesson that he's about to learn, that he's been learning, that he started to learn last Friday in Totowa, that I am not in the winter of my career. I'm getting better with age. 
and I am learning. I'm going to teach these kids what this business is all about. As I hold the ISPW championship to a higher level than anybody else could and take it to heights that nobody else could, despite the fact you can hate me, you can boo me, you can email, you can at message, you can DM Tommy Fierro and, 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 and ask him for a slew of people to bring in to try to take what will be mine for me. It means nothing to me because I will do what I have to do. And on December 10th, old James, when you go down to defeat, it's not, it's not because I hate you. I love you. I love you more than most of these people, most of the people on this earth. But I have to do what I have to do. I have to. And I'm going to. And that's all there is to it. Simplistic. The superstar Danny Morrison will be your next ISPW heavyweight champion. And you can put that in the books. And Jay, also, I forgot to tell you this, Jay. We announced it over the weekend. Uh, This is going to be a hard-hitting battle. And a regular referee is not going to do just for this, Jay. So Maven, former WWE Tough Enough champion, will be the special guest referee for this match. I'm glad you're, I'm glad that you have a special guest referee, Tommy, because listening to the superstar Danny Morris talk about what he's going to do to bull James, I'm concerned. You might need more than one referee because this man is obviously set on capturing that world championship. And clearly he's willing to do whatever it takes. Absolutely. So if anyone that's within driving distance of New Jersey or even if you're not within driving distance, make a trip of it. It's going to be Friday, December the 10th. It's going to be in Butler, New Jersey at St. Anthony's Church Gym. The main event of the evening, ISPW World Heavyweight Title Match, special guest referee Maven, when Bull James will defend the ISPW World Heavyweight Title against the superstar, Danny Morrison. Danny, thank you so much for coming on the show this morning, man. I'm actually very thankful to be on the show, and you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving. I'm going to sit down with my family, and I'm going to cut up the turkey. And I'm going to carve up the stuffing. I'm going to do all that stuff, and I'm going to look my daughters in the eye and say, eat up, girls, because soon the meals are going to be bigger, and Christmas is going to be a lot bigger for you guys after December 10th. Happy Thanksgiving, Danny. All right, Thank Danny, you, thanks for joining us. Best of luck at uh the December show, Christmas Chaos. I, I can't wait to see how it goes for you. We already know. You guys have a great holiday. You too. Yeah. So, uh, Jay, Jay, I have to say now that he's, he's, off, he's off the show because I, I do have to – I have to stay impartial because, you know, I'm doing a podcast here, but we're also talking about, you know, our promotion. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good tie-in to, to do cross-promoting, but at the same token, I have to – balance it out and, and stay neutral. But I, I will say to you before Bull comes on, because we're going to be getting Bull on in about 10 minutes and hear his side of the story, is I, I will say that I, and, and I don't mean this in, in, in a negative way whatsoever, whatsoever, because I always have a lot of respect for Danny Doring, and I always use Danny Doring when, you know, since I've ran shows since he was around and was able to work him. I think when I was running ISPW, when it was back in like the Wildwood days, ECW was running all the time, so I, I didn't use him then. But I'd always try and get him on my show, so I always respected him and always, you know, knew he was a very good worker. And, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm ashamed to say, but uh, I, I, I didn't know he had that side to him. And I think I first caught a glimpse of it 
when I did our, our first return show back in September when he worked Little Guido and the, the crowd was a super, super, super red hot, you know, kids crowd. They, those guys could have went out there and stalled for 10 minutes and, and just, you know, did all comedy spots and then we got over just as well. But those guys went out there, Jay, and they had like a, they had like a pay-per-view style match, which I really, really, really respect it and appreciate it. So it was at that show. I, I, I just looked at him a little bit differently uh, not that I looked at him in a bad way whatsoever. I just didn't. I didn't look at him like I. I, I saw a different side of him. So then this this time, uh, we 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 do this and and that ending happens and and then you know, as he's going back to the the locker room and I'm I'm sure you can see it on that on that footage. You know, Bull's standing in the ring. His music's playing. You know, and 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 Danny's at the curtain, and he's just standing there. And standing there, and standing there, and just like staring a hole in the bull, and and bull staring a hole back into him, vice versa. You know, the emotion is real. It just, just looking in his eyes when he was doing that, like I just saw a completely different. And I, I can't say during anymore. I saw a completely different Danny Morrison. Um, I saw a guy that could be a main event player. Uh, I saw a completely different time. Again, I don't want to say that. I'm ashamed that I didn't see that before. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, I just saw a different glimpse of him that first show back. And then after last Friday, man, I mean, he's, he's off to the races. And uh, the, the superstar Daniel, uh, not Daniel, the superstar Danny Morrison uh, ha, has now been born. And Danny Doring is officially dead. Listen, uh, the passion that Danny Morrison was speaking about uh, during that interview I had a few follow-up questions, but I'm going to be honest, even through the safety of this microphone, I didn't want to ask him because he was getting kind of, kind of hot just, just talking about his desire to get the recognition that he feels he deserves. And you cannot argue about his in-work ability. The man deserves opportunities, and clearly when an opportunity presents itself, he'll either take advantage of it or he'll create his own opportunity. And so I think superstar Danny Morrison – I think we're going to be talking about this well, thing just, for a long time got, to come. I just got a text from 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 Danny Morrison, and he says, <laughs> he says, don't worry. Soon enough, you'll understand why the S is in ISPW. He's he's going to be putting the superstar in ISPW. He's the superstar of ISPW. Look, I, I I'm blown away at where his mindset is right now. If I'm Bull James, I'm a little bit nervous because clearly the superstar is, is willing to do anything to win that championship. He wants it at no matter the cost. And so I feel like he's a very dangerous man right now, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, man. It was one of my, if not my favorite ending to any show I, I, ever, I, ever, I ever ran. And that, and that says a lot because I've been – I ran countless shows throughout the years, Jay. Just, just being at like the entrance, the entrance way. I mean, uh, the exit way when when people were leaving the the building. I heard several people say, "Man, we got to go December 10th to see what's going to happen." Like that's when you that's when you have something. And and those guys, you know, they're both super pros. You know, I I I can't say enough good things about about that uh, that ending from Friday night. But I want to talk about the rest of the show before we get bull on and congratulate him and 
officially welcoming him as the ISPW champion. The show started off hot, Jay. Hot, hot, hot. So back in the day, man, like up here, like I live in New Jersey, so you know ECW was a you know obviously a, a bigger deal up this way than it was in Minnesota where you're at, where you never saw the Wrestling Guy magazine. And also, by the way, Jay, several people, <laughs> no, no, listen, man, several people have come into the store that listen to the podcast, and they said to me, and they live up here. They go, and I, and I haven't told you, so I don't want to keep busting my balls, but they're like, we never heard of the Wrestling Guy magazine either. <laughs> so I mean, like. We might need to get a shirt made, uh, 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 like with your eye on it for the wrestling eye. You know? We listen. So, uh, hey, here's a here's an honest to goodness question. These people that are coming in saying this, are they at least buying a wrestling eye magazine while they're in the store so they can get their hands on one? No, I'm gonna I'm just gonna put every one I find to the side between now and May, and then when you come up for the live '80s wrestling con, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a back of them so you can do your homework. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll bootleg them in Minnesota. People will buy them like hotcakes out of the trunk of my car. <laughs> yeah, man. So what I what I was gonna say is, um, so living up this way, and, and, and ECW obviously was big up this way. You know, so I was I saw it from the the literally the the bottom and working its way up. So one of the one of the main things that, in, in my opinion, made ECW you know so popular so early on was you know the element of surprise. You didn't know who was going to be there. You didn't know what was going to happen. You know, and, and and they did it really really cool too. Like they would turn the lights off in the arena, and then when the lights came back on, there'd be someone standing in the ring, and the fucking people would just go bonkers. You know, so I, I was always a fan of the element of surprise. So you know, when I, when I decided to bring back ISPW and and anyone that remembers me doing shows back in the day, like my formula is completely different now. I'm trying to cater to every style all wrapped up in the one, which is why I think maybe that crowd is so that crowd on Friday, Jay was like magic, man. It was like, it was a mixture of just families of kids and parents want to have a good time mixed in with uh, smart fans that were respectful, smart fans mixed in with eighties wrestling fans. It, it was a, and anyone that's on the show will tell you that. And, and anyone that's listening will, can – what I just described is the perfect way to describe it. That crowd was just like – it was like a different crowd in the best way possible. So um, I wanted to give something special, you know, to that show because I knew it was going to be a hot show. And, and I want people leaving there saying you never know what's going to happen at an ISPW show. So the first show I did – uh, Snitsky and Maven as surprises, the one in September on on advertiser announced, and then this one I wanted to do something special as well. So Michael Mars, I actually sent him out to the ring to open the show, Jay, and he had no idea who his opponent was. In the locker room, it, it said his name versus, and it was question marks. A lot of the wrestlers were coming out to me saying, "Who is this?" I said, I'm not saying. Like, and, and, ser- and several guys like try to get it out of me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying who it is. I want it. I, I want it everyone to be genuinely surprised. I didn't mind him getting out. Uh, so, you know, he goes in the ring. He, he cuts a quick promo. I run outside to the parking lot because the guy is outside waiting in his truck to come out. His music hits. I run out and get him, and it's Enzo Amore. So it, it was, it was it, when he came out, dude, I, I think that the people was like, they were first stunned. Like, they didn't realize he was really there. So you, you, when he first walks out, you hear that, like, it's like a like real, real, real silence. And, and then, like, five, six, seven seconds later, you start hearing an eruption because they found, they, they understand that he's really there. So they were shocked. So, I mean, it it was really, really cool. And the people were really into it. He's, he's spectacular, man. He's on another level. I cannot believe 
that you texted me, you know, this morning, so I'd be in the know that Enzo Amore made a surprise appearance, and I was shocked to read that because this man, you talk about an entertainer. Enzo Amore is an entertainer, and he's one of these guys that, like you said, he's on the, he's on the next level. And so usually, in my mind, if an independent wrestling promotion was able to get Enze Amore, that's your headliner. That's on the top of your poster. That's what's putting butts in seats. Sure. You had a huge surprise appearance. Like you, I, don't, I don't doubt that the fans were quiet at first because you don't expect to see that level of personality walk through the curtain unadvertised. And so, Tommy, my hat's off to you. What a treat for those in attendance. And I just have to know. Did he do some mic work? Because on the mic, I he, he's one of the best. Uh, he's on. He, not that he didn't even do mic work, but he's just he's untouchable on the mic. I don't think there's many people in this business today, in WWE, Impact, AEW, anywhere that it can touch him on the mics. He's he's if if you put the top ten guys in the business on the mic right now, he has to be in the top ten definitely. He, he's just he's on another he's up on another level, man. He's he's just really 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 good. So I mean and those guys. I, I've seen recent photos of him. Like he's in great shape. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna. I'll definitely run down the the rest of the show. But I want you right now, Jay. See if you can get on Bull James. Uh, we're about the halfway mark through the show, so I want to see if we can get on the new ISPW World Heavyweight Champion. As uh, we mentioned earlier, for just tuning in, uh, Bull James captured the ISPW World Heavyweight Title this past Friday night. In Toto, New Jersey, the final four in the Rumble came down to uh, Bull James, Danny Doring, who was just on the show and is now to be referred to as the superstar, Danny Morrison, uh, Crowbar and Lance Onawahi, the final four comes down to Bull and Crowbar. Bull eliminates Crowbar to capture the ISPW World Heavyweight title, and afterwards, Danny Doring comes in the ring, sits down. Uh, talks about their history together, talks about how he is the godfather to his children. The kids come in the ring, celebrate with them. It's a really, really, really special moment. The crowd is on the tip, the tippy toes they possibly could be, and they were just taken in every moment of it. And uh, the, the crowd is chanting, you deserve it, you deserve it. You know, the tear- Hello, is this Bull James? Hello. Can you hear me? What's going on, Tommy? What's going on? How are you? Uh, I got a sore back, but other than that, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I want to I wanna talk about that, but I also want to talk about your journey that led to this point. I, I, I knew Bull since he was 18 years old, first breaking into the business uh, in New Jersey, and, and right away. And, and anyone that knows me, uh, that knows me really well, like like Bull does, Bull. How many people do I let in, or I get close with? My my circle is extremely small. So right away, when I first met Bull when he was eighteen, I obviously took a big liking to him, and he we were pretty much inseparable. I mean, we were, I mean, God, the the laughs that me and this guy had. I mean, we we still to this day. <laughs> first of all, I hate talking on the phone, Jay. I, I tell you, that, I'm I'm more of a texter than talker. But it, it, he's one of the few people that I actually enjoy talking to on the phone because. 
this guy can make me laugh like he can make me laugh like I'm crying laughing and vice versa. Just we can just text back and forth and be crying laughing. So me me and him have a very, very very special relationship. Um so it was great to see him, you know, come up in the business and then make it to WWE NXT and then man, uh I, I, you know, I don't mind saying it. They completely dropped the ball on him big time. Uh, they had something really good. And, I mean, you could see when he, he wrestled in his, his hometown of Brooklyn and sold out arena and the people are going bonkers. And there's that one picture of him standing there in the middle of the ring with his, his, his hands raised in the air with a sea of people behind him. I mean, it, they could have done a lot of stuff with him. Um, and, and, and now the landscape of the business is so different now where, you know, you have all these other promotions, AEW, you have impact, you have, you know, uh, MLW, you have all these different groups. Then you have someone like him sitting here, uh, on the, on the bench. And I don't mean sitting on the bench. I mean, but how is he not signed somewhere? So I already told you Jay off camera, uh, off camera, off, off the podcast that I'm making a run for it next year with, with ISPW and, 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 and the fact that he's a free agent right now. Uh, and I'm going to capitalize on that as long as I possibly could be, because I'm sure he will not be very long because he's just too talented and too good. Um, so I, I'm proud that he is the ISPW world heavyweight champion. I'm not proud of what happened uh, at the end of the show, obviously, but again, as I said earlier, controversy creates cash. Uh, people were leaving that building talking about that. Uh, it sucked that he didn't get his moment. Uh, got to cut short. He was having the moment of his life and he got cut short. But um, I just want to welcome you to the show, and maybe you could tell everyone a little backstory about how you broke into the business quickly, what led you going to NXT, and ultimately what leads you here today. Well, you know, what's funny, Tommy, is uh, that picture that you're talking about with me with my hands in the air, my parents were actually in the front row. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and sitting next to them was Danny Doring. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So uh, it makes what happened uh, last week, uh, you know, even more uh, more bitter in my mouth when I think about it, you know. Um, but, yeah, I started at Gino Caruso School in New Jersey. And uh, from, you know, from just from being around Gino's, you know, Judas Young, a good friend of ours, uh, was coming back from a knee injury. And he introduced me, you know, he took a liking to me. We worked out together all the time. And he introduced me to you. And then you introduced me to Danny Inferno when he moved uh, back home from Deep South Wrestling when he got released uh, from his developmental contract. And just kind of, it's just been kind of a series of that, um, you know, my whole life is just meeting the right people, them taking a liking to me, them wanting to help me, and on and on it goes. Um, until eventually, through Danny uh, and you, I met Crowbar and Danny Doring and Stevie Richards, and those guys took me under their wing, um, <clears throat> and then that snowballed into training at uh, Taz's Finishing School on Long Island, and because Danny was a former Team Taz member, um, he kind of helped me out as far as getting Taz's attention. And then Taz helped me get a couple of TNA dark matches. Nothing panned out from that. And I had met Bill DeMott at an ISPW show in Freehold. 
and Bill uh, took a liking to me, gave me his contact info. Uh, not long after that show, Bill went back to being in charge of de- developmental, and he got me booked as an extra, which then put me in front of William Regal and Scott Armstrong. And those guys took a liking to me, which led to me getting a tryout, which ultimately led to me being signed. Yeah, that, 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 that's awesome, man. Now, now what, what was your take on it when they first came up with, with, with the Bullfit character? I, I, I know that you embraced it tremendously, but what, what, was your, what was your first take on it when they presented you with that idea? I think they were expecting me to kind of kick back and not want to do it and think that it was a rib. My first run in ISPW was wrestling as a baby, which Danny Doring referenced, uh, you know, after after the Rumble. On I'm, Friday. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Hey, hey, we all, <laughs> we all got to start somewhere. And I don't think they knew that, that I had that experience doing a character like that. Um so to me, it was like a way to rehash some of the stuff that I had done then that worked to, you know, try to get over. And I just embraced it and ran with it. And I just, I don't think they were expecting that at all. Yeah, definitely not, man. And I, and I thought you did such a great job and I thought it was going in the in the right direction. And then, you know, you pretty much, you know, got your, you know, legs swept from underneath you, you know? Yeah, it's funny when I, you know, I see the people that, you know, getting released now, like right after getting called up and they're starting to get a push. And then all of a sudden they get their legs cut out and I see all the outrage online. And I think I was like almost, you know, one of the first victims of that, uh, before it was like the in thing that they seem to be doing a lot of now. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, gosh, they're, they're, they're getting rid of so many people again. And I mean, I think I saw a list the other day. It was like, I think 70 something people that they got rid of this year. So, I mean, after, after that, you know, you, you, you go back on the independence and you know, you're, you're doing some shows and, you know, you get, you get to go over to Japan a couple of times, which is awesome. Um, talk about that and how you did that. But the thing that I, I, I felt was the coolest was, you know, I, I'm, I'm, Obviously, I, I do a podcast, so I enjoy listening to him as well. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin has a podcast, and he has on Bull, and and I just and I know I know Bull so well, and I know how he is. I know his personality is absolutely addicting. Like he can he can get over with anyone, anyone. He really really could. So he's over here, and he's like, you got to go back and listen to it if you guys haven't listened to it yet. And he's just shooting this shit with Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, like he's talking to like me on the telephone. It was like I just I just pop for it when I listen to it because I know how he is, and you know he like he can he can get anyone, he can get anyone in a matter of a minute to to you know to take a liking to you, which really surprised me. Uh, what happened this past Friday? Now I want to talk about that bull, and and, and I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, we 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 can we can shoot straight here. I mean, the 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 era of kayfabe is is long gone. I I wasn't made I wasn't made aware of this that this was going to happen, which is a big no no, Jay. When when you're a promoter and someone goes off script and does something on your show, I did not know that this was going to happen. However, and, and no disrespect, uh, Bo, because you know I love you like a brother. I, I I can't say that I'm sad it happened because the people left the building wanting to see that match December 10th. So for me, even though he, you know, he, 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 
and 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 he he got me too, uh, Jay and, and Bull, because dude, my I was choked up watching this happen because I know that those guys are really close. I don't know Danny very well personally. I I, I like I said, I used him on shows in the past. We're more of a, a high buy type of situation, me and him. And there's you know there's no heat whatsoever, but we just never really you know got close or got a chance to know each other. So I mean, I saw a different side of him that I never saw before. I didn't know that this was going to happen. And, and usually that, that would be a big no, no and big, 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 big heat with me. But I, I can't say that there is because it got people talking. So uh, obviously if I didn't see it coming, you definitely didn't. What, what was your take on that? Because he didn't even tell his, he didn't afterwards, his wife told me that she didn't even know this was going to happen. So, you know, he got his kids involved. Like this was a serious thing, man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was shocking to say the least. And I think, you know, I'm, I, you know, I can give him credit for one thing. I'm glad that the kids were out of the ring before he yeah, did that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, dude, I don't, I don't think his wife was very happy at all. I, I saw them when they were leaving. I know that you, you, we made you stay in the back, but I saw, I saw his wife leaving, dude, and she, she did not look happy. Well, I mean, when you have to live with with Danny 24 seven, I wouldn't be too happy either. But, <laughs> uh, but no, you know, it's. You know, I can understand that. You know, from from her perspective, her her kids getting, in, you know, him using the kids as, as pawns. Yeah. You know, to take a shot. Um, that's why. That's why I was really shocked, dude. Because I, 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 I never, I didn't see that. I mean, I don't want to sound. <laughs> I, I just, I didn't see that coming. Especially when you got the kids in. Like I, I felt that was such a great, good film moment, dude. Like I legit got choked up because I know how close you guys are. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, messed up and I'm still hurting from it and uh, in more ways than one you know so we're just gonna have to wait until December and and you know we'll we'll see what happens and now uh, he announced before you came on uh, Bull that he 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 said that Danny Doring is is dead and he wants to be referred to now as the superstar Danny Morrison and he he texts me uh, saying that he's gonna put the S in ISPW for superstar well, that's all well and good. Um, yeah, he can say whatever he wants, but you know, I'm going to put my fist in his mouth and, and Butler. So, and and Maven is going to be the special guest referee. I know that you asked for a bull. You said I don't care who the referee is, but make sure it's a someone that was a wrestler or is a wrestler. So, because a regular referee is is not going to uh, hold true. What 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 made you ask for a, a special guest referee for this match? Well, I think the way things ended and, you know, when, when two guys get into the ring after something like that, you, you don't want a referee that's going to be exactly by the book. And, and by that, I mean, you know, hey, if, if a couple punches get thrown that are a little close fist, or maybe, maybe you know, guys spill outside the ring for a little bit, you want a guy that's a little more lean on the 10 count because that person has experienced, you know, the emotion that's going into what, what you're doing. Um, and for it to be Maven is pretty cool because, you know, Maven is another guy, uh, trained by Taz through tough enough, so oh, yeah. like, you know, three generations of, uh, of team Taz in there, so to speak. Oh, wow. That's cool, dude. I didn't, I'm going to, I'm actually going to, I'm going to steal that and use that as a marketing tool, uh, for this show. Why are you paying me the big bucks, Tommy? Yeah. Right. Wow. I didn't know that, man. That's really, really cool. So, yeah, it's going to be Bull James defending the ISPW World Heavyweight title on uh, December the 10th against the superstar, Danny Morrison, with Maven as the special guest referee. 
Bull, congratulations on becoming the ISW World Heavyweight Champion. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks in Butler. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait to get my hands on Danny. I can't, you know, can't wait to see you again and hang out. And uh, it'll be a special night like it always is. Yes, sir. Listen, Bull James, this is uh, Tommy's co-host, Jumpin' Jay. And, and thank you for joining us. As Tommy said, you, before you came you on, jumping? we were... I, as, right now, I'm sitting. This is sitting, Jay. I, I, uh, well, that, well <laughs> you know... You gotta you gotta live the gimmick, so I, I expect you to be jumping when you're asking questions. I, I love it. Well, listen, I do have one question for you. As we were interviewing the superstar Danny Morrison, he got pretty heated. He got pretty passionate. I was gonna ask him this question, but uh, even though the safety of the distance between us, I just didn't think it was a good idea to ask him. So I'm going to ask you, Bull James. Danny made it very clear that he's going to stop at nothing to capture the ISPW World Heavyweight Championship. And he said he was certain that he was going to win it at the Rumble, and that's why he invited his family. But my question is, if he was so certain he was going to win the title, why did he seek out Commissioner Tito Santana ahead of time and make sure he got the first right to a championship match? It, in my mind, I think superstar Danny Morrison has been scheming leading up to, to his challenge with you. Where do you think he's at mentally? Do you, are you prepared to step into the ring with a guy who seems to be willing to do absolutely anything to get to the top of the industry? Well, I'll just say this, uh, Jumpin' Jay, that politickers are going to politic. And so if he felt the need to go to Tito and do that, then that's on him. He's got to live with that. But, um, you know, I've, I've wrestled over the last 15 years uh, some of the top people in our industry today. And I know, you know, I know Danny has too, but it's been a while for him. So, you know, for him, this is, you know, his Mickey Rourke moment. And, you know, for me, this is just the beginning of a lot of good things. So, he can talk all the smack he wants. He can get as, as amped up as he wants. Uh, I'm not letting him get under my skin because I know how he operates. And when I see him in Butler, I'm punching him in the face. That's it. That's the way it's going to start. It's the way it's going to end is with my fist connecting to his teeth. After what he did to you, I don't wow. blame you one bit, Bull James. You know, wow. I, I can't you know, say much. You, got, you, got, you guys got me wanting to buy a ticket to this, and I'm the promoter of it. <laughs> it's tough, a little man. extra envelope, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, you got it, brother. We got yeah. it. Happy, happy holidays. Yeah, I might have to give some back after I destroy that building with his head. Uh, well, this is my regular building, so uh, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving, man. Love you, buddy. You too, guys. Love you, Tommy. Take care. Jumping Jay. You too, Bull. Thanks for joining us. All right, guys. I, I got something cool to end the end the show today, and 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 me being at the event, dude. Like I, I see bits and pieces of it, but I'm I'm still running around with a, you know, like a chicken with its head cut off. But the one person that was sitting ringside the entire night, Jay, is ISPW commentator Tiger Mulligan, who is joining us on the line right now. He's gonna be doing a special ISPW ringside report. From this past Friday, Tiger, welcome to the show. Can you hear me, my friend? 
I can hear you. Wow. How's it going, everybody? This is your uh, living legend and wrestling icon and uh, ISPW commentator, Tiger Mulligan, uh, here with your report. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I just uh, jumped on and, and caught the tail end of uh, Bull James, and I'm sure he was uh, crying the blues about Danny Doring taking advantage of uh, the situation. Uh, what Bull James has got to understand, and from my standpoint, is what I saw was uh, that's an old cagey trick, and it's an old trick that uh, that many, many uh, superstars have done in the past. He got lured in. He used his kids to, to uh, you know, get Bull James crying, tearing up. He turned his back, and then, boom, he laid the smack down. Uh, and uh looks like Danny Doring uh, is going to be the new challenger for the uh, ISBW World Heavyweight Championship. Now, now, Tiger, you were sitting there ringside. Were, were, you, were you shocked when that happened? No, nothing. Nothing these days uh, shocked me. I was actually glad that it happened. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a big fan for all the the sappiness that was going on beforehand. But again, it was uh, Danny Doring's caginess that uh, that took over at the end. And uh, you know what? Uh, I'm glad that it happened. It, it's going to get people talking. It's going to get the buzz around for ISPW. And uh, you know, it's again, Bull James. He's an he's a a big time up and comer. But uh, you know, his uh, his best friend lured him in and. Uh, Again, uh, laid it down for him. Say, Tiger, this is Tommy's co-host, Jumpin' Jay. Thank you for joining us. I want to know from your perspective, we got to talk to Danny earlier in the show. We followed up with Bull James. I don't know what's going to happen at the Christmas Chaos Show in December 10th. From your seat, who do you think has the upper hand in this matchup for the championship title? Well, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest with you. The fans have the upper hand because this is something that's uh, probably been in the works for years and years because these guys have been so close. So, you know, the fans have the upper hand. But to answer the question realistically, who has the upper hand? You know, Bull James, uh, I've said it on commentary in the past, uh, he's a big dude. Uh, he's done a lot in this, uh, in this uh, business. Uh, but he's not that smart. And what I mean by that is, is he's already uh, shown – that he can't handle having special referees and he's gone out and tried to pick handpick a special referee in Maven, you know, that's going to go 50, 50. So I, I, I think that, uh, I think right now Danny Doring has got the upper hand. He's got bull, uh, using way too much emotion when it comes to, uh, the match itself, the emotions might get the better of him. And yeah, he wants to punch him in the face, but you know, I'm sure Danny Doring who's been around for a while has been an ECW original is taking uh, many punches to the face, is going to be able to take this punch to the face and then, you know, get the one, two, three in the end. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see at Christmas Chaos, see how that turns out. But I know the ISPW Championship Rumble show that just took place was full of title defenses, champions were crowned, huge surprise appearances. And so, Tiger, what are some of the other highlights from your seat at, at this past show? Well, it's not every day that you start a uh, indie wrestling federation show with a top, top surprise. And what I mean by that is, is uh, you know, one of the biggest names in the business at one point in time, uh, Enzo, uh, coming out and taking on, uh, uh, you know, um, Michael Mars. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, the, the crowd went crazy. You don't see that every day. You know, big props to, uh, to Tommy. As much as I don't want to give him credit, I got to give credit where credit's due. You know, uh, I know things have uh, gone down where, you know, H.C. Lope couldn't come around um, and he had to get a replacement for that. Um, you know, it's 
it's a testament to him to say, okay, when you're when you're thrown up against the wall, how are you going to uh, get yourself out of it? And you know that was the biggest thing. So you know that was that was awesome to see. Um, it's not every day that you get to go and see a ladder match, and then after a ladder match, you get to see a uh, a rumble style match, uh, new champions crowned, and then at the same token, and comers. Uh, how about you know Vicious Vicky, the women's champion, taking on uh, Miranda Gordy? Uh, I don't know awesome. much about. Yeah, it, I don't know much about Miranda Gordy, but you know what? I, I thought that match was unbelievable. They're both, they're both so good. Uh, I hope to see more of them uh, in the near future. Yeah, that she, that, that women's match is really good. That ladder match, man, that delivered. Uh, Nikos Rikos, Justin Carino, and Sean Donovan. Jay, they went out there and they just, they just put everything on the line, man. Yeah, they really did tear the house down. Uh, they put their bodies on the line. They they beat each other up. I mean, these guys were were barely walking out of it, and then not even what ten twenty minutes later, they have to uh, try to walk back out to win the uh, the rumble match. Uh, it, it just goes to show you what type of athletes we uh, have here at the ISPW and the type of shows that that uh, Tommy's looking to put on for the fans. And in the way that I really gauge things uh, when I'm watching, I know what I like. I know uh, you know what. I feel is good and what's not, but I take a look at the kids that are in the crowd. And I have a, an eight-year-old son who was sitting ringside with me. Uh, just to, to see the gleam in his eye, being able to slap hands with wrestlers, uh, being able to be in that intimate feeling uh, around ringside, and seeing the kids just go nuts for this, uh, for these, again, you got some old-timers that have been around, you got some new up-and-comers, you got some guys that have been long stays on the indies. Um, it's just, uh, it's a really good, uh, wholesome show for, uh, for the kids. Thank you, Tiger. And it's just the beginning. I mean, geez, this is just the second one. And I don't know how many years that he's been doing it. Uh, but you know, uh, a few, a few year layoff and it's just the second one. And, uh, you know, it's, if he's already got this, he's, I know if I know Tommy, as well as I know Tommy, he's got a few, uh, tricks up that sleeve of his, uh, and probably yeah. uh, a few tricks up the, uh, the pant leg as well. And under, the, uh, and, under, and, under, and under the Persian rug as well, Tiger. Uh, well, we're not going to get into that. That's a different uh, subject for a different time. But... <laughs> <laughs> Tiger, I just want to like thank I you said... so much for, uh, for coming on, man. And, and, and anyone out there that wants to uh, listen to Tiger on, on the first episode that we actually dropped the first show on YouTube, it's available now on our 80s Wrestling Con uh, channel. You can watch the whole first show, and Tiger Mulligan is the uh, commentator with – uh, Matt Comp, who is absolutely fantastic, and, and Tiger, I just want to let you know, uh, and, and this is, a, and you know Allison very well. So my wife, uh, she actually watched that Rumble match prior to the uh, virtual signing with Demolition, and she told me the next morning, she goes, "Hey, I just want to know that uh, Nick is actually, oh sorry, uh, Tiger is actually really good on, on commentating." So you got the seal approval from the from the true boss. Well, hey, you know what, if. Uh... If I got the approval from her, who uh, could probably, uh, if she had to hear about wrestling another day, she she probably would uh, go crazy. And she's just <laughs> like my wife, where uh, she doesn't need to, doesn't really like the business at all. But we'll call a spade a spade. So I appreciate that. Yeah, man. And uh, wishing you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving, man. Hey, thank you. You too. Uh, you know, you guys got a great thing going on, and uh, I hope all the fans love it out there. Thank you so much for joining us, Tiger. What a what a ringside report from the man oh, himself, yeah. Tiger Mulligan. So much going on in that independent show, and I like the way Tiger phrased it. You don't expect to see this stuff at an independent show. And so 
you're seeing top-notch entertainment. Tommy, I can't wait. Well, can I, can I, I got I my you, calendar I, circled. Can I cut you off real quick? Do it. You, you just said that you don't, you're not used to seeing that at an independent show. So I want to say right now, and, and, and you guys have been listening every week and have been following along with all the virtual signings that we're doing and, you know, the in-store signings at the Wrestling Collector that we've been doing and no live events. Like, dude, I don't legit, legit. I don't know if I'm coming or going, Jay. I'm I'm that busy. I'm <laughs> I'm in my store right now as I'm recording this podcast, and I'm sitting at uh, two tables just filled, filled with like hundreds and hundreds of pictures that need to be shipped out, and it's a little a little overwhelming at times. I, I'm going to be honest with you. So I mean, there's been a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work. You, you guys know, and I and I think and I, I I think that that's one of the reasons why you guys are getting behind us. And, and, and what we're doing is because you know that I'm going pedal to the metal and I'm really just keeping my head down and just going along <laughs> for the ride like as best as I could because it, it's hard to – like this past weekend, Jay, I did three events uh, in, in four days with all three different of my, my organizations. So I did an 80s wrestling con virtual signing, in-store signing at the Wrestling Collector, and I had a live ISPW event all in the same weekend. So, I mean, it becomes a little, it becomes a lot, you know, especially when you're doing it by yourself, you know? So, but I, I what I want to say that the, the, what I'm trying to get at is I, I put a ton of work into getting this to where it is right now. And I just want to let you know, and let everyone know that all the wrestlers there at home that are listening to this right now, or uh, fans that may have downloaded this and listen to it later, 2022, what you said about, you know, you know, you don't not used to seeing this at an independent show. I don't want. I want to be more than an independent show. So I'm gonna leave that there as the cliffhanger. Uh, 2022. I want to push ISPW as much as I possibly can push it. And you guys saw how I pushed 80s Wrestling Con. You saw how I pushed the store to where it's at right now. I'm telling you right now, my goal, my priority in 2022 is ISPW. Well. And I think I'm speaking for everyone that listens to this podcast and everyone that knows you, Tommy. When you say something like that, there's not a doubt in my mind that you're going to do it because each and every time you set yourself a high goal, you achieve it and you deliver and you take it to the next level after that. And here's my takeaway. When you are pursuing something with the amount of passion that you have, then you know you're going to turn out a good product. I, I can speak for you. You're not chasing the almighty dollar when you put these shows on. Your goal is to put on the best wrestling show you can for the fans, for the performers. And so when you say that 2022 is the year to look out for ISPW, it puts a chill on the hairs on the back of my neck, Tommy. I cannot wait to see what you have coming down the road for ISPW, it's exciting, man. It fills me with excitement. Thank you, man. And, and as you know, ISPW is going to be a big part of the 80s Wrestling Con uh, Live uh, show that we're doing May 7th of next year, uh, 2022. We're actually, we're originally, we were originally supposed to put tickets on sale for that uh, on Black Friday, but, you know, things have been crazy busy right now, so... We're going to actually do it next week. So one day next week, we're going to drop ticket sales available for that uh, event. So what I wanted to say was we're doing the ISPW show at nighttime. So it's going to be 80s Wrestling Con live in the daytime. And, dude, we have dozens, 
of guys booked for this show, headlined by Jesse the Body Ventura. And nighttime is going to be ISPW. And one of the cool things we're doing at nighttime is we're going to be doing a fatal four-way tag team match, Jay. And the winner of this fatal four-way tag team match will win the Demolition Cup because Axe and Smash Demolition will be there. We're going to be getting a Demolition Cup trophy made, and they are going to present the winners of this fatal four-way tag team match with the Demolition Cup. The names of the talent involved in that match will be available in the upcoming weeks and months, but the Demolition Cup will be part of ISPW on May the 7th. If you are an up-and-coming tag team and you win the Demolition Cup, that's like a seal of approval. That's like a rocket strapped to your back. They're one of the greatest tag teams of all time, and they're going to be presenting a trophy, a cup named after them to the winner of this four-way tag team match. If I'm a tag team in this match, that's almost more prestigious as winning a tag title because the titles can swap hands. There's only one Demolition Cup, and if you win it, it's yours. Tommy, I love that. Thank you, man. So, yeah, we got, I, I'm working on a lot. Dude, I'm working on more stuff right now that <laughs> I, I could possibly do. Like, I, I just learned – I learned to always now, like I missed out on some opportunities in the past with different things, but now I learned like if, if you have a, a wave that you're riding, um, not that mine's big by any stretch of imagination, but if you're on a, a wave and you're riding it and you just, you just say, yeah, you just say yes to everything. And then you figure out a way afterwards how to, how you're going to do it. But if there's an opportunity to say yes to it, I don't care what it is. I'm saying yes, because you know, the more opportunities, the better, you know? So I'm excited. I'm excited for, for, for next year. I'm excited for this show coming up on December the 10th. Again, it's going to be called ISPW Christmas Chaos coming at you Friday, December the 10th, St. Anthony's Church Gym in Butler, New Jersey, 7.30 p.m. bell time. The main event, the ISPW World Heavyweight Championship. Special guest referee Maven when Bull James puts the title on his line in his first title defense against the superstar, Danny Morrison. Also, dream match, guys, dream match when the 187 homicide goes one-on-one with Crowbar. You want to talk about 80s wrestling, Jay? How about this one? On December 10th, ISPW will be having the Doctor of Style, Slick. The Slickster in the house. He will be the special guest on Andy Weinberg's Winner Circle. And how cool is this, Jay? He's going to be performing live. In Butler, New Jersey, Jive Soul Bro Live, December 10th, worth the price of admission alone. Tito Santana, the ISPW commissioner, will be in the house doing a figure four challenge with the fans. Some fans, lucky fans, will get the opportunity to come in a ring and test their best figure four. And Tito will pick a winner, and that winner will receive a special gift basket courtesy of the wrestling collector, Superstore up here in Stockholm, New Jersey. ISPW Tri-State Championship on the line. The champion, Nikos Rikos, puts the title on the line against the red-hot star from Ring of Honor, Vincent. That will be a hot match for December 10th. Also, ISPW Women's Championship. The champion, Vicious Vicky, defends against Riley Shepard. You will also see in action Sean Donovan going one-on-one with Justin Carino, 
tracks will go one-on-one with H.C. Loke, and then there will be a tag team action with The Now taking on Michael Mars and Andrew Anderson. Tickets are available for this event now, heading over to 80sWrestlingCon.com now, and uh, get your tickets again, 80sWrestlingCon.com, Friday, December 10th, Butler, New Jersey, ISPW Christmas Chaos. That is quite the card that we have waiting for us in December. And based on the two men that we interviewed earlier in this show, like you said, the price of admission is covered by seeing Slick perform live and in person. But then when you have the kind of main event that maybe you didn't even expect to have on this card, but now you have these two best of friends turn into a bitter Bitter rivalry. Superstar Danny Morrison blew me away this morning. I think that man's capable about just about anything. And then you have Bull James, who is not a man I would want to get angry. And so when those two climb in the ring together, man, I'm tempted to hop on a plane and come down to New Jersey in December, man, because that is going to be a can't miss show for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm really looking forward to it. All right, Tommy, let me ask you a question. I was going to ask Tiger when he was on, uh, but I didn't want to eat up too much of his time. You mentioned that at the upcoming December show, inside the winner's circle with Andy Weinberg is going to be none other than the doctor of style. Correct me if I'm wrong. The winner was in the house this past Friday at the ISPW show and had a very special guest as well and I just want to know what kind of reaction it was. How did it go? How did those two interact with one another? Fill me in, man, because that's one piece of the show I haven't heard anything about, but I'm dying to hear. I know you want me. I know you want me. I know you want me, Jay. I know you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it was Sunny. WWE Hall of Famer, special guest on the Winner's Circle with Andy Weinberg. Obviously, she got a, a, a big reaction. Andy is just, let me tell you something. If you guys haven't seen the winner, Andy Weinberg, yet, which uh, you need to because he's absolutely fantastic as a character, especially uh, playing up to the, the old 80s wrestling audience. It's, he, just, he would have been another Jimmy Hart or Bobby Heenan, or Mr. Fuji, or Freddie Blassie, if, if he was there during that time frame, 1,000%. And I will mention this on the show for the first time. Andy Weinberg, and I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning this, is actually the son of WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov. So uh, I, I know that's not public knowledge, really. I know some people know here and there. But uh, he's so good because he grew up in this business. So next time you get an opportunity to, to watch the winner, Andy Weinberg, just know he, he, was, he was born into this business. So he, he, he gets it, man. He's, he's fantastic. You can, you can definitely – it makes sense when you said it's in his blood because all those managers that you were listing, Jimmy Hart, Bobby Heenan, Andy kind of seems like a little bit of all of them rolled up into one. Oh yeah, the definitely. way that he, yeah, the way he dresses, the way he presents himself, the way he talks on the microphone, his, the way he's comfortable with a mic in his hand and interacting with other people. So it does not surprise me at all 
that this business is in his blood because I don't think I would say to his face, but he is that good uh, at what he does. But talk to me about Sonny. She's, she's been out of sight for a little bit. You scored a signing with her at the Wrestling Collector, which was amazing that you got her uh, live and in person. And then to have her on an ISPW show, what kind of reaction did the fans give when she walked through that curtain? Oh, she, got, she always gets a big reaction, man. She's funny, you know. She'll, she'll always be over. But I, I will say this was far from her first ISPW appearance. Uh, she used to be do a lot of my shows back in the day. Uh, and actually, Chris Candido, he was actually a former ISPW World Heavyweight Champion, and she was managing him on my shows from you know back in the, the late 90s. So you know, she, she's definitely been doing shows with me for a, a long time, and I've known her for – Forever. I mean, I used to, you know, back in the day, go to all the Dennis Corluzzo shows and before she was even in the business, just hanging out, watching Chris Candido wrestle. So, I mean, I've known her a long, long time. She's a super pro. Uh, She gets it and she's always over. No question about it. Man, I just, my calendar is circled because I get to come down in May for the in-person wrestling con and then also the ISPW show at night. And every time we talk about what you have going on, it just builds excitement and may can't come soon enough for me, but I know there's a lot of buildup leading into that. A lot more things will unfold. And so I can't wait to see where ISPW is at when it comes time for that May show. Thank you very much, man. And uh, I just want to wish everyone out there a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys have a great time tomorrow and, uh, and with your family and loved ones. I know you'll be a little upset not hearing me and Jay's voice on the Thursday morning, but uh, hopefully the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade will, will take your mind off of it. Jay, don't eat too much turkey. We know that you are one, and thank you for calling me one at the top of the, uh, the broadcast saying embarrassing me. It was very it kind it of was, you. It was meant as a – it was a compliment. It was a, a word of admiration. Well, there's no, there's I wasn't no calling you, can... you a turkey. Listen, I didn't man, call there's... you the gobbledygooker. I said but the, there's the no way to... turkey fiero. That's Thanksgiving. How, how... – how in any way, shape, or form is I considered a compliment? Tommy the Turkey Fierro. I, I could pitch you the It's the day before Thanksgiving, brother. It's not like I called you that on a random Thursday. We're going to end the broadcast with this today, right? So we got, we got two new names coming out of today's episode of 80s Wrestling, the podcast. We have the superstar, Danny Morrison. See, that, that sounds cool. The superstar. Danny Morrison. And then you have Tommy the Turkey Fierro. <laughs> oh, gosh. Listen, man. Anyhow, I hope, I hope yeah, you have a happy Thanksgiving, Jay. <laughs> hope everyone else has a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we'll catch you back here next Thursday on 80s Wrestling, the podcast.